Ah, motherhood. One minute, your mom of the year. I love you, mommy. Then the next? Mm, not so much. From bath time to bullying, from potty training to puberty, parenting is full of challenges. But one thing is for certain, you are not alone. Welcome to Modern Mom Probs. I'm your host, author, mother, parenting expert, Tara Clark. Join me while we tackle today's Modern Mom Problems. Welcome back to another episode of Modern Mom Probs. I'm your host, Tara Clark. Today, we'll be exploring how to step away from screens and embrace creativity with our children. I'm joined by Erica Domasek. She's a designer, style expert, mother, and founder of the do-it-yourself lifestyle brand, P.S. I Made This. She's also the author of a new book called P.S. I Made This, super fun crafts that grow smarter and happier kids. Erica, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. We chatted for probably 30 minutes before we started, and I absolutely adore Erica. I adore all of her projects and all of her work, but now that I had the opportunity to chat with her, I love her even more. So I want to give like a proper introduction here. So Erica, you are a creative powerhouse. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to be where you are today. Oh gosh, where where do I begin? I'm a Libra. I know. I was... I joke, I joke that I've got DIY in my DNA. You know, I have been a cra- I've been a crafty kid, you know, for as long as I can remember some of my earliest memories. I remember getting in so much trouble, which you don't have these like big memories from when you're like three and four, but I do of getting in trouble because I spilled pink paint on a friend stuffed animal, one of those like giant ones that was like you remember back in the eighties. Yeah, the from the carnivals. Yeah, I remember my mom would say that I had, we had white walls and we moved in and I, I found Sharpies and I thought it was just a big canvas. So I would draw. So I think looking back on it now, you know, I realized that a lot of kids like the color inside the lines. Sometimes they go out, but I was just the kid who just never saw the lines. And it's not that I'm the most artistic, but I just, for me, it has been something I've always wanted to use my hands in creating from like summer camps and tie-dye to going to college. I went to school for fashion and business. When I started my own jewelry line, I was not even able to have a legal cocktail, yet I'd be going down to Miami and I'd be going down to Ocean Drive magazine, giving jewelry to the magazines for shoots. I had trunk shows at Saks Fifth Avenue. Wow. I was going to meet people QVC to host things to, I wasn't even 21 at the time. But I'm a natural born networker. I love, I'm a storyteller. And I always believe that there's a story in everything. And then I moved to New York and I did prop styling and set designing. I work in the fashion industry. So that allowed me to meet so many people in New York. As you know, as a New Yorker, it is, the city has a heartbeat and it's alive and you just meet people and you're out and you're, you know, it's different back, you know, back in the early 2000s. And I just got to work on so many projects. You know, back then you wouldn't realize when you'd look at a campaign, an anthropology campaign, and a girl who has on like a chunky sweater and an accordion skirt holding a wire sculpture, you're just like, oh, that's a cute outfit. But you're never like, who made that sculpture? Yeah, you're right. Who did make that sculpture? You know, the Kate Spade ads, the Christmas ads with those perfectly tied bows, and she's holding with gloves. Like, 
who actually made the box because the jewelry line wasn't out yet. So we had to fake the boxes to make them. You know, so I've been a maker. I truly did craft a career. And the joke was I'd be wearing jewelry or whatever. And I, my friend's like, oh, that's cute. Like, oh, do you like it? I got a Barney's. Oh, or I'd be like, it's proud. It's like, really? It's like, no, I made it. You know? And from my craft club to, you know, a Tumblr to a blog, I wrote two books. And now, I mean, we're here with my kids' book, PSV made this. But back then, I didn't know. I didn't have a path. I didn't have a roadmap, I should say. I just know at the end of the day, when people say, what do you do? I, I would, and I didn't feel like answering them. I'm like, oh, I'm in the business of delivering smiles. I'm like, oh, you work in dentistry? I'm like, no, but I truly like to help people and I like to inspire people. And I think using creativity and tapping into your, tapping into that creative bone and scratching that curiosity in your imagination through entertaining, gift giving, design, all of that, it truly does fulfill something in you and makes you happy. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's something so special about the gift giving and about the creation. So as you mentioned, you just wrote your third book. Congratulations. What inspired you to write the we made this versus the I made this as your previous book? Well, somebody said years ago, when you have a kid, your business is going to change. I was like, yeah, right. Like, you don't know me. <laughs> You're like, you don't know me. You don't <laughs> know me. You don't, you don't know me. And... I realized early on that, you know, you do a baby group and you're, you're reading people on social media. And it was like, if you do X, your kid will thrive in Y way. And it was like, insert this about food, about walking, about eating, the de- develop, because it was always about developmental milestones. Your kid should be doing this, this. And like, sure, you have the music class and like, maybe it's like, okay, splatter paint or, you know, put finger paint. And everything I felt was just so basic and I'm not trying to say like my kid needs to be like Picasso or Matisse but I was just like why can't we just be a little bit more creative and it was a combination of like that was going on with like realizing about how we're supposed to be actually helping them develop and it was just kind of all happening at once and then I went into a bookstore like looking at kids books I'm like these are so cheesy I looked at the cookbooks (laughs) I looked at the craft books and I was kind of like should I do this and I said to my mom I think I'm going to write a kid's book. And she goes, why? Everything's already on the internet. I go, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, oh, wait, I have to do this. Because as parents living in this modern world, we all need to learn how to put our screens down to interact with our kids, no matter what age they are, no matter what age they are. And that's something that I can say is really hard especially working or not working, you know, but, but, but especially in this age where we're so connected to not only yes, personally and professionally, we're on devices. So for me, that's when I was like, exactly, because listen, I know we all, you have a huge following too, right? There are so many people who have these big followings and like, Hey, this, this craft or this project or this recipe, but like, are you really doing it? So the idea that you can have a physical and tangible thing to like, Hey guys, what do you want to do today? You can pick anything you want here. And the best part is everything is what you already have in your house. So for me, so, so basically the pandemic hit and then I'm like, oh yeah, like it is all about using what you have. So it is about, you know, sustainability. And really the chef's kiss was that why or why am I doing this again? And I was like, oh wait, yeah, to help them thrive. So I brought on Dr. Laurel Felt, who was introduced through a friend who is a 
she specializes in childhood development and modern play and media. And I worked on the book and we worked through all the developmental takeaways. Every project gives kids. So I, I feel like I'm rambling, but really cognitive, social, emotional, physical, there are so many ways that kids learn. And that's when it just all crystallized. And I was like, yeah, that's who I was as a kid. And that's how I learned. So I feel like it's a very, it's like almost like my inner child is now like, here you go. Let me, let, I'm not, not saying like, it's like, yeah, this is what you didn't realize you were learning. This is yes. how, you know, so like my inner child's like, like, yeah, this was you. So it's sort of like a gift to your inner child. I would say that a hundred percent. I legitimately broke in tears because I had some early copies. I was at soccer practice. I had one in my trunk. I gave one to a family. They have a really cute older daughter who's maybe like, I don't know, six or something. I gave one to her. Mom texted me pictures. I was in the movie theater waiting for it to start and I broke out in tears. What she said to me, because I saw myself in that little girl and I was like, she's like, Hayes wants to do every project in the book. She's so excited. And I was like, that's why I did this. That is why I did this. I know we talked earlier and you said your son is really into American Ninja Warrior, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. When a kid is into something and they get excited about something, there's nothing better a parent can do than foster and encourage and give them the tools yes. or like actual physical tools in this case. Yes. And like scissors and markers. Yes. To thrive. So that's, sorry, short story long, but that's, that's how it all came to be. Yeah, I, I love that. And I, I think there is, in today's modern world, like you said, there's something really special about going analog with this book to then create tactical crafts with your hands. Because, 100%. you know, there's so many video games and the kids have the iPads and they have, you know, Netflix and all of that kind of stuff. And like, that's fine. That has their place. But when you have a book and you could sit down at the kitchen table together and say, let's pick a craft, there's something more special about that than there is picking up the iPad and, and you know, playing some, some kind of game that they could do just about any time. When my son, so I, I do have a copy of this. I'm showing it right now. When, when I received the copy of this, my son flipped through it. One, the art is gorgeous. The, the art is absolutely And shout out to my most amazing illustrator staff. She's, she's brilliant. I love that. It, it, the art is gorgeous. And my son was really excited because you know what? He could play video games anytime. But what he can't do is have a special new book and sit at the kitchen table with mom and say like, okay, let's plan. What are we going to do? Like, We have to follow the steps in order to then execute on this plan. And I think those are the things going analog, like I said before, is what helps develop the child in the way like you were talking about earlier about making smarter and healthier kids. A hundred percent. And you know, what it does is that you don't realize at the time. So if you go through the book with your kids and I always say to everybody, like, what do you do? Go through the entire book and see what your kids get excited about. So as you go through, you're going to start to say, Oh, look, that uses an oatmeal canister. Oh wait, paper plates. And I'm like, wait, cardboard boxes. We have a million of these. So what that's going to do, it's going to trigger something for you and your kids. And you're going to say, hey, you're going to bookmark that. You're going to put it in your back pocket. You're like, ooh, save that box. Ooh, hey, mom. Hey, when we're done that oatmeal, let's make that bank. So what we're already teaching our kids is sustainability, right? We're already teaching them that that's sustainability right there. We're already teaching them that I 
throughout the projects, they're going to learn things about identity, like their community and social skills, imagination play, creative skills. I mean, spatial recognition. There's so many things, believe it or not, that your kids will start picking up from these projects that you talk through. And the older the kids get, by the way, you don't have to hold their hands through them. The older they get, they can kind of, they have the autonomy to do themselves, especially when it comes to the cooking chapter. But um, yeah, it's it's really going to ignite a really fun energy inside, I I hope, families everywhere. Yeah. I I noticed that when my son, he's a big box fort fan. So I know that when he's starting to plan a box fort, first of all, we have like tons of boxes in our garage. And so he's constantly, you know, I, I order too much from stores, whatever. <laughs> it's a modern mom problem. Yeah, we all do. So we always have cardboard boxes. But I know that when he's starting to plan a fort, he gets a certain glimmer in his eye. He gets a spark that he doesn't get from just about anything else. Earlier this week, we somehow came into a lot of boxes. It's a, we were selling something for Cub Scouts, and we, and then we had all these boxes. And he couldn't wait to be able to use his creativity because nowadays, as I mentioned before, it's something that they don't get to do as often as we did growing up in the eighties, yeah. right? Like, well, because exactly, there are so many other things. Where do they want to? You know, the white space to find your attention is narrower than when 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 we were growing up. And I don't want to make this, well, we, we were growing, but it's true, right? <laughs> it is true. We ha- it is. It is true. And to your point, like, we didn't have access to all the video games at our, it wasn't just like, okay, we're plugging the Nintendo or whatever it is. It, you know, if they have it at any given, the phones, you name it. So the idea that he does want to break away and do that tells me so much about your son and you encouraging it tells me already a lot about you as a parent. And you know, there are things that you can learn. I was just talking the other day about, I had the, my niece came over and she was dying to make a piggy bank. And we were a big oatmeal family. So we always have, I buy like the instant things and we always have them. So I saved an extra one and we made one together and it's in the book. And, but we didn't just talk about, we talked about like, what color are you going to make your pig? Does it have spots? Does it not? That's identity, right? We talked about like all the key features. Like, again, it's like, what does a pig have, right? What, what, that's biology. Literally, we talked about putting money in that's don't laugh financial literacy. You know, yes, absolutely. You know, the idea that then we like played with it, imagination play, imaginary play, like, oh, we're going to the farm. So there can be story arcs. There can be, like I said, you know, that's where I nerded out with Dr. Laurel Felt because we totally, I'm a nerd when it comes to this type of stuff because I was the kid growing up who. I didn't do well in school. I didn't have great grades. I didn't. But when I had a project, any sort of presentation, and I could present in a visual manner, man, did I rock it. And the, my dad still, every Christmas, puts out a diorama that I made from when I was <laughs> in second grade. And, you know, I just think it builds the character strengths and all the different life skills that you can get through being creative not just doing arts and crafts, but also in the kitchen, you know, you're learning math, you're, there's so many, so many things. So, and one of the things that's important for me is you don't have to be artistic. And I think that's the biggest misconception because all of my girlfriends are, I love them dearly, you know, and they're working moms and they are not artistic and they are not crafty. I love them, but they are not. And when they've gone through the book, they're like, wait, I can do this. I'm like, I know. You're like, that's who I wrote it for. And it doesn't have to be exactly what you see in the book. You know, 
you can do it easy, medium, like you can get as creative as you want into it. So anyone can do it. It doesn't matter how much money you have, what color your skin is, where you live, what's like, this is, this is really, I've always said, it's not about a demographic. It's a psychographic, right? Are you looking to have fun with your kids? Do you want to save a little money and not always go buy toys? Make something, you know, and that's a big thing in my house because my kid always wants something new. And it's like, you're trying to teach them. One of my biggest issues is that we're just getting into the, you know, holiday season. His birthday, Hanukkah and Christmas, which we all celebrate, is like in one month in the span of two weeks. And like, what do you do? And, you know, we're, we're going to, be getting into people are dropping the R bomb. I hate to say like recession, but like it, this is a time where I, not to sound like dark and grim, but you know, the idea that being a responsible adult means, you know, taking care of your families, which also means that like, how do you be creative and not have to spend all the money in the world? Yes. This episode is brought to you by Modern Mom Style Box. Upgrade your wardrobe and enjoy unlimited styles for just $60 a month. Modern Mom Style Box is the first rental clothing subscription designed exclusively for moms and moms-to-be. Get started today with a free trial. Use promo code PTO. Absolutely. That, that's a skill in and of itself. Oh, totally. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's interesting what you were saying about being creative in school. When I was a kid, so I am one of those people who I love to be creative, but I am not artistic in as much as like when I create something, it looks like a seven-year-old did it. No knock on seven-year-olds. It's just that I'm a 40-year-old lady and I still look like a seven-year-old did it. But like, I want to be crafty and I try to be crafty and I try my best. And I know doing your best is all that matters, but the outcome always comes out like a seven-year-old. Total, but totally let me fine. Say something to you. Yes. I was going to say how excited and how happy were you during the process of doing? Oh, it. I love it. It's it's tons of fun. That's yeah. I get to use my hands. I'm not on my phone. Really, just about anything that I could do that gets me off of my phone makes me happy. So I'll just say that. So anything that I could do that's crafty that's not digital makes me makes me very happy. And I think that's what we all forget. Yeah. Yeah, no, it it really doesn't. And I know, like I said, even for my son, like when we're building box forts or or coloring at the dinner table together, like it is a special time. It's a special one-on-one time. When I was a kid, this is totally a true story. My mom, she is artistic and she can draw and she is creative. And so she has that skill. I do not. But when I was a kid, she used to draw the covers of my book reports. So I did a report once on Betsy Ross and my mom did the most gorgeous freehand like portrait of of Betsy Ross like sewing the American flag and I was like thank you mom and so like I could write the content inside of that but she took care of the the artsy stuff and so she would always help me anytime that I had a creative project she would be thrilled because she knew she couldn't really help me with the academics that wasn't her strong suit which is totally fine but she was like I'll help you with the dioramas I'll help you with the oh, that's book be report me, though, covers that's 100% yeah. going to be me I'm also joking that he's going to have something else like do you want me just to do it do you want me to like to we had a kids pumpkin school preschool thing at the park the other day and my son he's not four yet he's all, he'll be four in a couple months and he really doesn't have the attention span right now he's a very busy kid and 
arts and crafts is not his thing. It's not, do we like to do, do we like to do projects together and find those little moments to connect? Yes. And we do them, but I know it's a short window and the way with him, I know things where I lead, like we do box projects and because he has a short attention span, I'm doing a little bit of it. And then he just wants to play with it type of thing. But my point of it all is, is that like, I get so much joy of it still. And he's like running around and he's always like, look what we made. And I'll finish it really quick. I'm like, you did such a good job. (laughs) That's me with my son too. He was never really into arts and crafts. He is a little bit better now that he's older and he could sit for longer than when he was, you know, three or four, but it was the same thing. So I would like work on something and he was just waiting for me to finish it. So then he could just go run off and, and play with it. Like even still, this sounds funny, but it's true. Legos, right? Like you would think a 10 year old kid would want to sit down and build the Legos. No, he wants to watch me build the Legos so that he could then go play with them in imaginary way, often, you know, in his playroom or something like that. But you know what I say, this is what I say about kids, like take the win. I think that, you know, when you, I I don't, I'm not trying to force the world to be artistic and crafty. All I'm saying is we all need to connect with our kids and this is a great way. And to be very clear, this is not just about parenting. This book is great for grandparents to keep at their house. This is amazing for babysitters. It's a resource for anyone, teachers, people who are interacting with children. It's an amazing way to connect a hundred percent. Yeah. What do you say to the moms who think, I'm just, I'm just not creative. You know, like I just, I won't be able to like execute on this. What do you say to those moms? I would say, quick question. Do you have a box at home? I was like, yeah. Yeah. I would say, quick question. Do you have just um, one marker? Yeah, I have markers. Okay, wonderful. Do you have paper towels? Yeah. Do you have enough foil? Yeah. Okay, great. So turn to page, do me a favor, just get your book out and uh, turn to page 23. And there you go. You can make a karaoke machine and a microphone. And they'll look at it and they'll say, oh my gosh, I can. That is so cute. You know, I'll just hold it up. You know, it's literally a box that you can draw a speaker, make it your own. If you have stickers and color tape, sure. If not, no big deal. And it's a way for you to be silly and fun. You know, is it for kids? Does it help with confidence? Sure. But also, can it just be some fun playtime with like, you know, and doing little fun concerts? Yes. Doing TikToks? Sure. Did you just find 30 minutes to connect with your kid? Hell yeah. Yes. 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 I love that one. We might be making that one after school today. So to your point of like, I can't do anything. I'm like, "Mm, let me just kind of prove you wrong there. You know, there are definitely things in here that are a little bit more, I would say, I don't want to use the word challenging, but like, yeah, sure. It takes, it takes a little bit longer, but like, this is super easy. It might sound hard, but how many of us have just, you know, plain white sneakers at home. Maybe they're kind of stained. You throw them in there. Well, maybe you want a tie-dye. Like tie-dye. Oh, that's messy. That's like, really? All you need to do is color it with markers and then spray some rubbing alcohol on top and it's going to spread and do it in your bathtub. You're good. What? Yep. Promise you. You know, the idea that somebody wouldn't necessarily think to do that is normal. Like, I know that my brain just works differently, but so does your person. You know, you know, the, the person who is an accountant, like, I don't do public math. In fact, like, like numbers give me highs. I joke that I can do craft math. I'm like, okay, two yards of that fabric, give me that. But our brains work differently. 
And I lean into what I love because you obviously, when you love something, you, you spend more time. It gives you a lot of joy. If something gives you anxiety, and I'm not saying, oh, arts and crafts, I don't know. But let's say your kids will love it. Then bring another family in and do it together. And that's my, my advice. I always say, if you're just like, oh, I don't want to do this, this, and that. And I get that. I literally get that. Do it with another family. It's more fun. And a lot of times, kids actually perform better in a group for the most part because they'll mirror other actions happening, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that absolutely makes sense. I know my my one friend, Kelly, she loves to craft. There's like few things that she loves more than to do that. And anytime we'll have play dates and then the boys will go off and play together. But then she and I have crafting play dates. Like, so we have our, oh. like, our own mom play date, which is actually tons of fun. We made really cute, I guess they're like winter gnomes last winter. I had like a little beard that I'd love was to see these gnomes. from, okay, I will show you. It was the head of a mop. And so the, the head of the mop was his beard and then he yeah. had a sock for a hat. And I think his body may have been filled with sand. It was really cute. Anyway, so she and I were I crafting while the boys were, I don't know what they were doing, but probably playing Legos. No, I love but, that. <laughs> I love that. And I think that there's, you know, there's little moments in the book where it's like just hacks too, where you're like, oh, I don't want to get paint out. I don't, I mean, I get it. Literally. Yes. That's thing another thing too. What do you say to, to parents that are like, oh, I love the idea, but I don't want to have to clean up another mess? A hundred percent. Well, in the very back, I'm only showing you because you talked about the illustrations, how cute. I wanted to be very clear that this is a no glitter zone because mm-hmm. I'm the same way, right? I uh, I can't stand paint. Just like, uh, it, it makes me crazy. I'm so not the person. I'm like, oh, oh, just paint everywhere. Kids need to express. I'm like, uh at this pumpkin thing, parents brought paint and I walked up. I'm like, oh, they don't know. They, oh, God. Yeah. Meanwhile, what I do is I'm a big believer in contained crafting for the little, for the, for like the littler ones. So I have amazing recommendations that I love to give everyone because it's what I use for my kids. I use paint sticks. I use oh. paint sticks. I use, I mean, I, ha- I use things. So I'm very much a, like a defensive. It's more of like defensive crafting in, in the cleanliness sense. But I always have, just because I know it's going to get messy, a tip I have, I mean, it happened this morning, just so you know, it wasn't crafting, but I walked in the kitchen and my son was yelling, I want a lemon. And again, my son's like little, like three and a half. I'm like, we don't have lemons. I want to make juice. I want lemonade. I want to make juice. And I, there was an orange and I was like, okay, great. I am like, okay. And I had to come do this podcast. So I, I didn't have time. So I literally looked at, I looked at Michael and I go, Hey, can you just make juice with them? The anxiety that I saw in his face, which is anybody else is like, no, we, we can't. No, 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 just no, 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 no. Someone once told me her name. I say someone, she's kind of a big deal. Betsy Braun. She's in the child and parenting expert. She always said, say yes before you say no. And at first I'm like, huh? And I'm like, you want to make juice? Sure. Is this gonna? If, if this right now, I, if this right now is like not the biggest deal in the world, he's not. He's not gonna hurt himself. We do have enough time before school. Like it checked enough boxes that he wants to make orange juice. So Michael's like, well, how do I do that? Uh, I go here. Get the get the lemon squeezer. Get the citrus squeezer. I literally took an orange real quick before I ran out here to be very clear, and then came to work. Before I left, I took an orange, I put it on a cutting board, I chopped it in half, chopped it in half, and I gave them wedges. 
and I go squeeze it. What I did though, to your point, I put a big cutting board out. I put a big one. He goes, that's so big. I go, yeah, because it's going to catch it all. Like, again, it's just, I know my, so there was a big cutting board, a big bowl, and he got to squeeze eight little pieces of oranges. He was so excited. It's not just about arts and crafts. It's about giving your kids to feel that empowerment, to feel that sense of accomplishment. You know, he was so excited. And I, and before I left, I'm yelling. I'm putting mascara on. I did this for you. And I'm <laughs> like, pour, pour it in a, in a Pyrex measuring cup and then pour it in a cup. So you can then show him, I'm yelling this. This is a true story. So you can show him how much I'm yelling, how much he's made. Because what I try to do is, I'm not trying to make everything a teaching lesson. Like, okay, you filled up to this line. You just got a half a cup of juice. That's really great. Like, next time, maybe we can try for what one cup. So that means we might need two oranges. And I'm not perfect. I'm not a teacher. But I do think these little moments of being with him and being able to do this stuff is so fun. Because, honestly, I don't want to roll on the ground sometimes and, and play Super Mario, this and this, and swing baseballs for an hour, and this is how I connect with them. So again, that's my that's my short story long of just like it doesn't always, you know. You your original question was you don't want to make a mess. I mean, I literally give you a whole spiel about it, but I find ways to cover surfaces, silicone masks, certain things, um, and I always have wipes for the most part next to me. I use the honest wipes a lot. They're the like sanitizing ones, and anyway, I just. I try to stay away. Again, I'm only talking specifically because of his age right now, but the older kids get, obviously, you know, they can use scissors and whatnot. But I just think know where your kid is and know also if it's something's going to make you crazy, then like don't, or if you know it's going to be messy and you have a space, like go outside. Just, I think it's also like managing expectations. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge part of parenting just right off the bat is managing expectations, whether it's juice making or crafting or behavior or whatever it happens to be. It's a lot of managing expectations. I mean, beyond. (laughs) Erica, I adore you. I could literally chat with you all day. Tell everyone where we can find you. Well, you can follow me on Instagram, which is just at PS I made this. And I sure hope everybody does get a copy of the book. We should do like a giveaway or something with all these amazing yeah, listeners. Let's, we'll do one, right? Yeah, let's sure. do something. And I'm here. I mean, I, I know it sounds silly, but you know, like I said, I'm in the business of delivering smiles. It makes me happy to help people. So I think you're helping a lot of people by your openness, by sharing empathy. And I appreciate you having me on. And I'll leave you guys with this. Right before I gave birth, I went into the hospital to be induced. My mom said, this is going to be the hardest and best thing you ever did. And there couldn't be any truer statement. You know, I don't care if you have one kid or 10 kids. I mean, if you have 10 kids, you might be crazy. (laughs) No, but it it, it is. It, It truly is. You know, I couldn't do this on my own. It takes a village. Whether you're a working mom, a stay at home mom, a future mom, a stepmom, a dog mom, an OM. Yeah. But it, it really is. I didn't get it. I didn't get it until it's, I don't think anybody can get it until they're there. So, absolutely. I say that a lot too. You don't know until you're really in it. No. And I, and that's why I just hope that this book can be a resource just to help families, like we said, put down the screens, connect with each other, and hopefully learn a little bit along the way about themselves and just about life. 
Excellent. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Modern Mom Probs. I hope you enjoyed our deep dive in today's problem with me, your host, Tara Clark. Join me next time when I'll be interviewing another great guest and tackling another Modern Mom problem. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review and a rating. As always, you could head over to Modern Mom Probs on Instagram and give me a follow or check out my book, Modern Mom Probs, A Survival Guide for 21st Century Mothers, available online wherever books are sold. Well, that's it for today. See you next time, folks.